0: more. And if you are listening to this on date, it is released. Congratulations for no longer having your new year's hangover. Hopefully you've recovered and welcome to the other side, which is 2018. I hope you all, um, stick to your resolutions when I wrote this I couldn't remember that word so I did revelations and then just settled on thingies but I can remember it right now so anyway um, <laughs> well our, we're all gonna break our resolutions but we can pretend because we were drunk when we made them and there's always next year Um which is weird because I wrote this when it was 2017 so, it's weird, like, saying that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I've rambled long enough. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, in the case, in that case, let's get started. The first thing I want to say that is, is that this episode's format will be different than my norm. Kind of reverted to the first one I had, kind of, not really. Mm, just... Because I felt like it. And I wanted to talk about uh, a certain um, character who happens to mean a lot to this highly illegal um, island. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite thing ever. And I want a costume like it. Um, Yeah, so... it's just, like, I do have three stories, or I, I believe two or th- all of them are from papers. So they probably, like, they would have had to get um, either a government permission to go to this island, or they would have had to have done it illegally, um, since it is illegal. Um, I've said that word too much, and now I am... Not sure it means anything anymore, anyway. This is gonna be a long episode, I know that already. Um, the people of Venice are superstitious of it, so um, yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna go quick, hopefully. Um, I'm sure all of you want that too. (laughs) Um, yeah, so what I'm going to talk about first, uh, because who doesn't love it? if, it, if not you, like, I love it, um, is the uh, almost death bringer of Italy. Um, I wanna be one when I grow up. All I need is another plague so that I can do it. Um, yeah, so do that or don't because that would be a lot of death. If you're wondering what the hell I am talking about, you should um, because I make little to no sense. Um and if you've guessed it, then ten points to you. But the place that we're talking about today is Pavilia Island. Pronounced Poveya, so I don't pronounce it correctly at all. It's spelt Poveglia, but pronounced Poveia. I pronounce it Poveglia because <laughs> I am not good at language. Anyway, so it is between Lido and Venice, and it is a small island with some seriously dark history and an occasional body part still washing ashore. One of the parts of its history that is so interesting is the plague, which is also a really big part of its history, Um, which I will talk about later uh, because suspense. But for now, learn about the doctor the kind you don't want to visit you and not for weird reasons you odd odd people okay so I'm sure that you know these guys weren't actually doctors and their names officiel, because I'm fancy and I decided to go French um, were plague doctors um, and they did what a doctor of the plague would do except uh, treat patients of the plague which wouldn't have helped since they would have died anyway they were not real doctors even for the time they just like nailed the nail to the door and called it a cure Um, though the government didn't approve of that because they wanted them to actually examine patients uh what they really did was be good at math or not because we don't know the exact numbers of the people who died in the bubonic plague and other um, subsequent plagues Um, um they did the death tally one guy was a fruit farmer before he decided that the government paid better regardless it was pretty clear everyone knew they weren't there to help solve the problem and dating as far back as the 17th century, they wore the iconic crow mask, or as it is known now, the doctor's mask. Though the long nose actually served a purpose of jamming incense, herbs, and other concoctions in to stop it, the wary from getting the plague. Um, they were treating mainly the putrid smell in the air, which they assumed at the time was the cause for the plague the smell coming from the I'm guessing that you can (laughs) guess Uh, they wore heavily waxed material the mask as well as a cane to kind of like poke examine the patients rather than treat them with you know kindness their actual methods of treatment were bloodletting leeches and frogs sure why not frogs help things anyway um these men were not a part of general society their job isolating for fear of spreading the plagues um, that they treated often leaving them in quarantine and not dealing with people so basically my dream job Now, you might be saying, well, that's all good and dandy, but why the long speech about plague doctors? And I will tell you, because that's what I do, even if you don't ask me to, because I care, anonymous listener. It's because these very doctors, that aren't doctors, that didn't do much, other than count. Oh, actually, I remembered a fact that I wanted to say, and I didn't write down because I'm a horrible person, but... Um, they were actually the only doctors that were allowed to do, uh, fuck, what are they called? Um, autopsies in, um, I think it was during the bubonic plague era and when no one, like, it was against the church's, like, thing, um, to, to do that. Um, So they were the only ones allowed to do that. Anyway, back on to the script and like not on my spiel. If you hear something whooshing, it's because I'm having fun with like a brush (laughs) and just like spinning it around because it's fun. And I'm sorry for the sound. Anyway, um these were the doctors that you didn't want to see on your doorstep or stoop, whatever. Uh, because they weren't doing none of that shit, um, like, that was doctory. They stuck you on a boat, and like the ferryman getting you across the river sticks. he dropped you off still alive on this island, and then just kind of pieced out until the next shipment of dying people d- needed to come out to the island. And now on to lighter note. <laughs> Some of the island's history. So this island has been uninhabited really for because I don't count dropping people off or a short-lived mental hospital as a practical living situation for taxes. Um, so it's been abandoned since 13... Not abandoned, uninhabited, habited since 1379 until now like it's still uninhabited because it's illegal to go there because reasons in uh, 1527 the government asked some monks if they wanted it and they offered it to them and the monks were just like nah man we're good <laughs> because you know stuff's good when monks are like no we don't want that we're good um and then in 1793 we have the start of plague confinement Which I don't count as someone inhabiting an island. Uh, When some asshat brought it over on a ship. Actually on two ships. It became a permanent arrangement in 1805. So yay, Plague Island until 1814. I mean, it's honestly still Plague Island. But you know. Um, 1922 turned it into an asylum and long-term care facility until 1968. Their light and happy um, um, place is rumored (laughs) that uh, 1,600,000 plague victims were housed on this island and that the soil is made up of 50% human remains. Though, uh, to my knowledge and research, that has never been tested. It's uh, also this island has never um, been, it seems, um, excavated, which is very odd because there are two other islands very similar to this one, which were plague islands as well, and they have been like searched and like (laughs) they found mass graves. But anyway, um, by 50% human remains because you know they just left them there. Someone should check that. I think, cause yeah. Oh, and here it is in my notes: mass graves have been found nearby in on nearby islands, Lazaretto Nuovo. I don't speak Italian. I'm sorry, and Lazaretto Vecchio containing thousands of graves so yeah I would check this island Um, and you know the mental hospital that I just mentioned like two seconds ago the hospital uh, has rumors that the doctor there tortured and killed patients butchering them this doctor later threw himself from the bell tower committing suicide after claiming that the dead patients were haunting and tormenting him because I would do that because he's an asshat. Um, and here we have some people saying good, bad, thing things. So I have literally no idea what I just said. But I said it. I'll Also, note, I'm not recording this drunk. This is just how I am. So, um, known as one of the most illegal places uh, one could but really shouldn't visit. Side note, this was written by Cheryl Adams Richkoff. Um... Pavilia Island sits just off the coast of northern Italy near Venice. When most people begin planning a trip to that part of the world, images of romantic walkways and renaissance art come to mind, or Peggy Guggenheim's house, which you should see if you haven't. Um, that's not her. That's me being like, go see Peggy Guggenheim shit. She didn't paint. She just, like, has all of the early art. Because she collected it. Anyway, um, haunted islands, on the other hand, generally don't rank very high on anyone's must-see list, but some visitors are still curious about the small infamous Italian island that once hosted thousands of refugee black plague victims, because I can speak and read. Refugee is a little far-stretched. They literally dumped them on the island. Serving as a quarantine island... For those who were even suspected of harbouring the bacteria, the island remains one of the most haunted places in Italy, and despite the fact that it is illegal to visit, pavilion thrill seekers continue to consider it cool, albeit a creepy destination. However, everyone who has taken the chance of stepping foot on the island has left with absolutely no desire to ever return. It was the island where plague sufferers were taken to die. Um, It was the island where plague is listed on number one inside the secret Italian island where black plague sufferers were taken to die. That doesn't make sense written like that, but whatever. It's okay. Writing's not important. Um, The Italian island of Favalia has a history of chock full... That was me. Has a history chock full of tragic events going back thousands of years. During the Roman Empire, the island was used to house victims of the plague in order to protect the rest of the country, forcing inflicted people to live and die in a isolation. Then during the medieval era, when the plague returned and killed off nearly two thirds of Europe's population, go rats, Pavilia was again called upon to take the sick and dying. Dead bodies quickly became began to overcrowd the island and thousands were dumped into large common graves in many cases the bodies were burned some overly cautious italian communi- communities even got into the habit of shipping away anyone who shown this showed the slightest signs of illness many of those people had not actually been infected with the plague at all and were literally dragged to bavalia and dumped atop a pile of rotting corpses the terrifying negative energy that has been left in the wake of these deaths, remains even in the island's very soil. It is said that the very soil has turned rotten. Um, Pavalia Island still happens to home a th- uh, to be home to a thriving grapevine because, yay, dead body wine. Nearly the only people who dare visit the island these days are those who seasonally harvest the fruit. Grapevines must do well in ashy soil because it has been said that more than 50% of the island's soil is composed of human ash. Yes, over thousands of years, that's just how many people have perished and rotted on this nightmarish island. The psychiatrist hospital was built on Pavalia. Resulting in even more tortured soul. Oh, psychiatric! I don't know why a, psychi- I a psychiatrist. When the mental hospital was opened on Pavalia Island in 1922, few people were very surprised. However, the arrival of droves of mentally disturbed patients to the island only served to enrich the legend of it being a place to be avoided. The isolation and privacy offered by the island also allowed for disreputable scientists and doctors to do as they pleased to their patients. Reports of widespread abuse and heinous experiments began to float back to the mainland, bringing with them the screams of the tortured souls trapped there. Doctors tortured their patients on Pavaya Island. Pavaya legend tells of a particularly demented doctor who worked at the doctor or at the island's mental hospital in the early 20th century. His notorious experiments on patients are still shocking when told today. For instance, it is believed he believed that lobotomies were a great way to treat uh, and cure mental illness, so he performed lobotomy on numerous patients, usually against their will. Did people ever actually, like, volunteer for lobotomies? Okay, well, there's that. The procedures were heinously wicked and painful, too. He used hammers, chisel, and drills with no anesthesia or concern for the sanitation. He supposedly saved his darkest ex- experiments for special patients whom he took to the hospital's bell tower where he... Whatever he did in there, the screams of those being tortured could be heard across the island. Karma eventually caught up with this wicked doctor. According to the story, the doctor began to suffer his own mental torture and was pursued by the island's multitude of ghosts. Eventually, he lost his mind and climbed to the top of the bell tower where he flung himself to his death. There are varying accounts of his death though. Some say he might have been actually pushed, either by an angry island spirit or by one of his furious patients. Supposedly, a nurse witnessed his fall, claiming that he initially survived, but that a ghostly mist overcame his body and choked him to death. Somehow the mental hospital remained open until 1968. Some say that their screams are still heard today. The Italian island where the Black uh, Plague sufferers were taken to die. Many believe that the hundreds of thousands of tormented souls still remain on Pavalia Island. From the massive influx of plague victims who were forced into the island, and to those who were tortured at the mental hospital, that was once stationed there. A sense of sorrow and suffering continues to permeate from the island to this day. In fact, it has been said that you can still hear their screams. Illegal thrill seekers report a frightening presence. Visitors to Provalia Island have been forbidden for decades. Of course, that doesn't stop thrill seekers from taking a boat over to the island. Some look at it as a, as a dare. Others are genuinely interested in experiencing a bit of the paranormal. However, all who venture here are return. Ret- all who venture here return shaken. One thing visitors report is experiencing a sensation of being watched. Others report being scratched and pushed by invisible forces. Some have even been said to push visitors into the walls or chase them down corridors. The abandoned asylum is filled with ghosts of abused patients. So with a history like that of Pavalia Island, it stands to reason that the spirits of the tortured patients at the mental hospital would join up with the innumerable spirits of plague victims. Visitors to the hospital during its final years of operation, as well as illegal visitors since then, have reported harrowing paranormal experiences inside the building and on the grounds. Visitors reported seeing shadows on the walls moving across with them as they explored the decaying facility, and a handful of psychics who have been brought to the island claim there is an energy that can only be described as malignant. With a present of angry spirits lingering there, so deeply frightening, psychics and paranormal experts, experts, that most of them refuse to ever return. Mysterious. Okay, that's not what I was reading. Um, <laughs> sorry. Charred bones to watch up on Bavalia's shore. Um. With more than 100,000 plague victims and mental patients buried on this small island of Pavalia, it's no surprise that human bones continue to wash up on its shores. This fact alone is enough to creep out any potential visitors or buyers. Even fishermen steer clear of Pivalia's shadows. shallows in fear of picking up human bones in their nets. An evil doctor sounds a ghostly bell each night. There is another part to the sadistic doctor story that is worth mentioning. The legend says that one way or another he fell to his death from the mental hospital's infamous bell tower. Maybe he fell, maybe he was pushed. However, some elaborate on a legend and claim the doctor was seized, still alive, by some of the lepotomized patients. Which is pretty impossible if you know how lobotomies work and if this doctor really did them the way that he did, they would be pretty much vegetables. But continuing with this story, um, lobotomized patients and bricked up in the wall of the bell tower. Other versions say that patients placed him in the tower after he was dead. Locals to this day claim that the doctor's spirit is still in the tower and will remain there forever. And that on a quiet night, if you listen closely, you can hear him ring the bell tower. The tower bell. Um, Hauntings lead to the abandonment of the island. When the mental hospital on Pavalia was finally closed in 1968, the island was sold to a private owner. However, he did not have it for very long before selling it to yet another owner. In both instances, the new owners could not bear to spend time there. The atmosphere was heavy and morbid, strange sounds climbing in with all of the the hauntings that have been reported continued to prevail. As a result, the island was left completely abandoned. It has come up for sale again. It has been bought again, also, a side note. Um, But it uh, wasn't fit for building, I believe was the reason. Yeah, so back to this. Um, But the deals continue to fall through. Maybe prospective owners have heard too many frightening tales in advance. The daughter of the island's owner had her face ripped apart during terrifying night in P- on Pavalia. Years after Pavalia Island Mental Hospital was f- shut down, a family decided to purchase the island and to build a private holiday home here. They arrived, got settled in on their first day, excited to begin their new adventure. But that very first night was filled with such horrors that within hours the family fled, never to return. They fa- reported that their daughter's face was nearly ripped off by a na- uh, by an angry resident entity. Menacing voice uh, orders visitors to leave and not return. Amid the numerous reports of from illegal visitors, the story of. Uh, of a curiosity thrill seeker who went to pavalia with a group of friends. Upon entering the abandoned mental hospital, the illegal tourists reported a heavy sense of dread descending around them followed by a deep voice that warned, leave immediately and do not return. The visitors immediately complied. Today it is illegal to visit the island of pavalia. The Italian island where the black Oh, sorry just the repeat Um, (laughs) Pavalia holds the dubious distinction of being listed as the world's most illegal places to visit even though trespassers know that they will be sternly prosecuted under Italian law, bold curious and perhaps foolhardy travelers from all over the world continue to explore the paranormal possibilities by visiting the island illegally so those were a bunch of creepy facts, 13 creepy facts that are in fact like can be backed up. Um, and that was by ranker.com. I record in my basement and it's pitch black except for my monitors and it's nighttime. I kind of wish I had some lights, but I don't. Anyway, uh, this is the first story that I have so here we go. It wasn't so much that Gio- what Giovanni said, but how he said it. A stout, balding, no-nonsense sort of fellow, the local cold meats delivery man gave no hint of drama or exaggeration in a Venice bar where word had spread to Australian journalists planned to spend the night on the in- infamous Pavilion Island. Walking over to our table, the big man nods towards an upwards in our direction as he takes a seat, lights up his cigarette and draws deeply through gritted yellow stained teeth watch out for Paolo he is a bad one, he knows he was a doctor there, he will cause you troubles, he starts, exhaling a billow of lucky strike smoke above her head, Our heads as if picking up on the continuing conversation, I know them all Paolo, Marco, Giorgio Giorgio is okay friendly phantasma my father would take me fishing there as a boy, when I was older I stayed there myself for 15 nights. When I came back I told everyone what happened to me. The ghosts, what they did, Paolo's ghost mostly, pushing me, whoosh whoosh, always pushing and things moving. They all say name, they call me nickname, you're crazy. Now everyone says the same about the island. And you want to go there and tell me who's the crazy one. As quickly as he advanced on our table, Giovanni now retreats back to the bar. Dude, I totally didn't do like a really bad Italian accent on purpose, so I'm sorry if anyone gets offended. I just... It came out of my soul. Um... <laughs> Venice is gorgeous and the people there are super nice, so I wasn't making fun of it at all. And the story is just really well written. Anyway, um sorry (laughs) back to the story uh giovanni now retreats back to the bar apparently content his duty is done at a table next to ours another man turns right he's right he says over one shoulder before he turns back around to slug his distinctive orange apparel spritz pure aperitif It is not clear what Giovanni is right about. Dr. Paolo being a bad spirit, he himself being mad, or us, seems wrong to ask. One or all should probably have been obvious. Now, as our boat sputters rhythmically across the Venetian lagoon towards the island, as the blazing Italian early summer sun loses its edge, it's clear the question should have been asked. Pavalia has for some time been... The tale that Venetian parents tell wide-eyed children who plead for a fright when they know they will later regret it. Pavalia uh, Island, haunted and up for sale. Scary and spooky, an aerial view of the haunting of Pavaya Island. Its death and ghosts and doctors wearing medical Medico della Pesta masks. Those distinctive scary white masks with the long-hooked beaks you see in carnivals now, but which were used as a misguided form of protection by physicians in the 17th century to deal with plague victims. The masks are intrinsically linked to the area as the peg's toll was so huge on the local populace, it spelled a downfall for the Republic of Venice. Pavaglia has been in habited intermittently since the ninth century, abandoned for several centuries with its fortunes rising and falling like a Venetian tide. Empty corridors on the Venetian, er, Pavalia Island, Venice. Sorry, that was a picture, and this is a spoken thing, so you can't see pictures. Um, But go see the pictures. I'll link you to the the, the article. In 1776, it was taken over by Magistrato Sanita, Public Health Office, as a quarantine station for goods moving from the Adriatic Sea into the Venice Lagoon. When in 1793, two ships entering the area were found to have been carrying plague suffer- er, sufferers, the island became a confinement station. Other plague sufferers were forced to the island to die, shipped over in some instances with the bodies of tens of thousands who had already succumbed to the inevitable, and now were now to be burnt and buried on the island in pits. Its grounds are said to hide the remains of more than a hundred thousand bodies, overgrown blackberry bushes, no hiding mounds that were once humans, overgrown bushes and eerie. Feelings. In 1922, the 18-acre site became an asylum for the mentally ill, and it was during this period of experiments, including lobotomies, that were said to have been performed. The hospital was shut down in 1968, and the island was abandoned and has been sealed off to the public by government authorities to this day, not that any locals or tourists would go there anyway. Even fishermen stay away, although some use an outer seawall to dry their cray and crab pots and nets. Stories persist, however, as have the sightings and specters and hauntings and hearings of moaning from a time past that has now earned a reputation as one of the world's most haunted islands. The last warmth from the island disappears fast in the evening as the sun's finger-like rays pull across away across the shimmering waters of the lagoon to the fist of the Dolomite mountains. I feel like I said that wrong. Probably did. For much of the day, it brings so much to life, life to Bavalia. Illuminating the large, ramshackle rooms of the island's clutch of buildings and ruins that throughout history have been marked by death and suffering. A bell tower, long bricked up, stands imposingly over the site, including a former hospital, asylum, prison, and small chapels. (laughs) Fun note, uh, Napoleon destroyed the bell tower, so that it's not original and I think he destroyed chapels as well I'm not sure but the bell tower is for sure not original and was rebuilt just in case you wanted to know darkness fills the crevices of the buildings and our minds as we are left to wander alone along overgrown pathways and cluttered corridors of the hospital there are no street lights just a silver moon and an old pocket torch left to rot we were <laughs> I thought I got rid of all of these I did not I'm sorry the photos have like a little word captions with them and I thought I had gotten rid of them so I could read but apparently not um, there's little to do now but wait although for what we're not sure the island is littered with remnants of human occupants from many generations. Old wooden shutters fall off ancient hinges as ivy that st- stems or trunks the size of a man's forearms make their way into rooms. Terracotta roofs of buildings have collapsed in parts, bringing old reed and mud-style plaster, ceiling crashing into the tile of some stone slab floors some of the rooms cast iron lion cloth feet bath baths sitting rusting where they have sat for decades before so do hundreds of hospital beds gurneys bedside tables and surgical instruments instrument benches too much for anyone to bother to clear out a ceiling fresco in apparently what was the chapel Peel away from only two or three pews remaining, which no doubt were once full of Catholics praying for better times. Graying shower and partition curtains sway in the breeze and the sound of cooing from pigeons who have adopted the tops of the white-tiled cubicles. Scaffolding was erected after the hospital closed to preserve the imposing structure, but that is now having the opposite effect after years of clinging to the sides of soft red brick walls and failing masonry, Now in the dark, with only a torch and mobile phone to illuminate the ring of light around me, I check my shadow. It is distorted by the torch, beam bouncing off other things in the room of the asylum, including old beds and pungent mattresses. Hairs are now up on the back of my neck. In an instinct, I decide to move, walk more, clear my mind. A heavy dew is now descending on the- so best to keep moving anyway. There is no sight in all of the enveloped darkness, so now our ears burn and turn hard to sounds all around us. Rustling are more pronounced, and I point the torch here and there into the far reaches of the room and corridors. There are plagues of rabbits, including albino ones, running around the place. I saw them earlier, scurrying about when what had been an orchard, and is now a wild canopy of barbed blackberry spines and honeysuckle. Lizards and millipedes also abound in the rustling. Surely could be them. We had earlier seen the remains of three large gulls turned apart on various states of rot, so perhaps a wild dog, or some such, is on pavilla. Perhaps we are not alone after all. There is also wind blowing through the dilapidated buildings, blowing leaves that and refuse about. A whistle here, a low hum there, across the way. I hear bells toll from Santa Maria del Azunzoni, near Bailito Island. There are apping waves and further still a faint sound that are the din of a distant tourist boat in Venice. L- Earlier, I had literally stumbled on a chiseled stone block covered in bramble and read its message Nifodius vita functi contagio reconcier. <laughs> Con- Quascunt (laughs) MDCCXCIIII I don't know what that means. I'm sorry for butchering it. Mobile phone reception on the island is intermittent, but after a while of annoying wheels turning that tell me the phone is thinking, it stops and Google tells me the message roughly warrants. Do not dig here. There are contagious bodies here. The pungency of the site, buried and/or burnt bodies or not, is overbearing and makes breathing difficult. Dank rooms are covered in mold and mildew, or now even trees have decided that they, they get to assume residency. The entire island is in an advanced state of decay. Man's achievement and/or his failures being allowed to be consumed by nature in all its forms. It is suffocating in parts. Asbestos sheeting smashed in one room, huge industrial kitchen, still littered with ovens and giant mixing vats and pots an alarming find. No sleep now at all, and finally sunrise brings relief. Again light creeps into the room, no and contorted shadows, my own or otherwise disappear to once they came. No ghost seen or heard, but the terror enough to etch a mind's eye, the image of time's past. There is something here, but what it is, it's not clear. Perhaps it's just a sense of or desire that humans' presence on Earth could surely not disappear when they depart, and all that's left is just bricks and beds to record the tale of being, and then a sign. They walk back through the rooms we'd photographed, in the dark, and all is as it was, except the chapel. An already misplaced Steel hospital side table that was to the extreme right when we saw and photographed it just a couple hours earlier is now on the extreme left of the room. This was no trick of the mind. The remove was clear and captured digitally. Perhaps this was one of Giovanni's friends. We won't ever know. And sometimes it's best not to ask and that was uh, news.com.au um, and the link will be in the description as always and now water because that was long okay I got my water now our final story for today so sad but this is very long um and I don't know who the author of that last one is if I find it I will put it in the description and same for this one I don't think I have it either okay yeah no I don't um but if I find it I will put it in the description um, Anyway, so the start of this one. People often ask me what my dream haunted destination would be if I could go anywhere in the world to conduct a paranormal investigation. I've had the same answer for the past 15 years. The island of Paviaia in northern Italy. Completely abandoned and isolated from the public, the islands once served as a dumping ground for over 160,000 plague sufferers. Not everyone’s idea of an ideal vacation, but for ghost hunters who have visited the island, it is considered to be one of the most paranormally active locations in the world. Some visitors are so shaken by what they’ve experienced in Pavalia that they vow never to return. For the sick who traveled to Pavalia, the gondola ride to the island was a one-way ticket. No one ever got better on the island of Pavalia. The distance from the mainland meant the sufferers would not only be out of sight, but out of and out of mind, but a safe distance away from those who had yet to contact, contract the black black plague, the fatal disease that left its victims with f- pus-covered boils and rotting black tissue. That's a small. For those who look carefully, there is still a number of black. Or plague pits littered all over the island, giant graves where bodies were dumped quickly after death, with the hopes of keeping the de- disease from spreading to the doctors and nurses. The Black Plague was easily one of the most disruptive pandemics to ever hit humankind, and resulted in the death in the death tolls that may have reached as high as 200 million people, most of them in Europe, in the years 1346 to 53. It's long been thought that the plague was carried by Orin- oriental rat fleets, fleas, living on the black rats that stowed away on merchant ships, though a relatively new theory says that gerbils may have been to blame. In the end, the Black Plague is thought to have killed 30% to 60% of Europe's population. To give you a morbidly visual idea of the number of people who died on the island of Pavalia, the long-standing rumor is that the property is that the topsoil consists of normal, nearly 50% human ash. The island has never properly been investigated or uh, excavated, so there's no real way to guess exactly how many people's remains are there. However, judging by the island's monumentally dark past, we've only just yet began to scratch the surface. As if having been dumped on the ground for so many doomed souls wasn't enough. In the late 1800s, Italy again turned the hosp- island of Favalia for another dark purpose. With nowhere to ha- house their mount- mentally ill, the island was transformed into a makeshift asylum with- where the highly disturbed could be kept isolated from the mainland. As if out of a horror movie, rumors began to spread about the head doctor's twisted experiments, in which he'd allegedly been using the countless patients on the island as human human guinea pigs. By the 1930s, crippled by guilt of his actions, the mad doctor committed suicide by throwing himself off the bell tower, which still stands at the entrance of the island today. According to the locals, it's not uncommon to hear the sound of the bell chime. Echoing from the island late at night, even though it was removed many years ago. By the mid 1970s, the island and hospital had been completely abandoned, and the buildings began to slowly be taken back by nature. Nature, not plural, sorry. For obvious reasons, many of the mainlanders do not like to travel near the island. In fact, many local boat owners refuse to ferry curious thrill seekers to Pavalia, choosing to steer clear of the island that they believe wholeheartedly is cursed. Over many years, sorry, over the many who have visited Pavalia, return having experienced some of the most intense paranormal activity ever reported. Reported. The overwhelming feeling of being watched tends to be the first indicator of something strange that's about to happen. and shortly thereafter, ghost hunters report being scratched by invisible entities pushed into the wall and even chased by disembodied sounds with moaning and echoing all across the wall or all across the island. Visitors have documented countless experiences with the island's ghosts, including the mad doctor who is one of the most violent entities. Needless to say, Pervaglia is not for the faint of heart. In 2014, the island was sold to an Italian businessman, Luigi Brunaro, and it, its future remains unclear. Although there has been no news whether or not Brunaro plans to resort Pervaglia or turn it into a luxury resort. <laughs> and then his, uh... Like, a uh, parenthesis is like, seriously, don't people watch horror movies? The lease for, is for a good 99 years, so he's got some time to think about it, whether or not he wants to attempt to renovate it, the most haunted island on Earth. I'm not sure that it, quite a few people might agree with me when I say that I believe Valia should be left alone. The island has seen so much death and has been at the center of so much human suffering that it almost seems disrespectful to turn it into a hotel or resort, not to mention the sheer level of paranormal activity occurring on a daily basis, which as we know is not everyone's cup of tea. Pavai is a haunted island with a dark history that spans throughout across decades, literally seeping into the very soil that makes up to the land. If you were to ask me, to name the haunted places that could match Pavaya. I can promise that list would be a very short one. Some people have seen so much death that they just aren't suitable for living anymore. And I truly believe that that is true about Pavaya, the island of madness. And that was from WeekendWeird.com. I know it wasn't an actual, like, (laughs) story about um, going to the island, but there's some good site in there. <laughs> so yeah, that was a long episode. Um, I hope you like it. I have been very fascinated. Have you heard that? That was my phone. I'm sorry. Um, I've been fascinating with this island ever. I saw it on ghost adventures, uh, a few years ago. Um, I likely wouldn't have known about it or even, like, it wouldn't have hit my radar if I hadn't seen it on that show. Um, So, yeah, I love it, and this place's history is very interesting. It's not, not beyond the realm of disbelief to think that, like, you would just dump people on an island, but it's very strange to have an island where both the plague and it it's literally got like a hundred thousand upwards of bodies and then you have a mental institution as well. That's a very interesting combination. And it could be due to the need for space. That they needed the mental hospital to go there but it's just yeah it's it's very odd um and it's a very uh good combination for hauntings um yeah and it's it's not a happy sight like it's not the oh this is a good haunting this is a no this is a bad haunting site because the spirits are not a happy friendly huggy they're not good <laughs> um so yeah it's hard to find actual stories about people who have been there because as i mentioned it is illegal and as um the list mentioned it is you will be <laughs> prosecuted by the Italian government if you go there illegally so uh, and you're caught um but yeah so um it's just a very intriguing place and it it does deserve respect because a, a bunch of a bunch that sounds respectful a lot of people died there, not just plague victims, but also mentally ill people and the doctor, but <laughs> um yeah. Um so the unknowns in this and the history surrounding it is just is really intriguing. Um I hope you think so too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um We've got another fun one next week. It's a place I've heard about, but don't really know anything other than kind of mm, contradictory stuff. Um, and in vague, like very vague. So I'm excited to start my research, blah blah, blah blah to start my research. Um and again i hope you had a great new year's and didn't get too crazy as always you can contact me at mindlessdwh or spooky scary fun time on facebook remember that if you have an idea for an episode my schedule can always be reordered or things can always be added to my queue so let me know what you want to hear if you want to hear about a certain thing um i'm really flexible So I will talk to you guys again next week. Stay spooky.